Welcome to today's Conduit uh, Leadership Podcast. My name is Jerry Beerman. I've got my buddy Rick Meyer on today. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, Jerry. So we're talking this week about communication as it relates to follow through and timelines. And I love I love the I like I, I love the bookend idea of, you know, a Rufus Brown who's 72, who's retired. Um, but this is still a relevant topic. And then young people like Cavell, who's 16, that is just, you know, he's still in high school. Um, but what, what are some of the similarities is what I'm exploring with as it relates to communication um, and follow through and timelines. So, and I know I'm putting you on the spot right from the jump, um, speaking to both, you know, if, it, if you're sitting there talking to Rufus or you're talking to Cavell, what are some of the, uh, some of the points that you would remind them of or bring to their attention? There's so much around communication that we could talk about, Jerry, um, whether that's in business or relationships, um, whether that's how you communicate or when to communicate, all those things. But as it relates to timeline, um, are you specifically inquiring of, um, uh, unpack that idea a little bit about communication and timeline? Yeah. So um, whether it's spoken or unspoken, um, you know, if you're, you're call, this could be a customer, this could be your spouse, uh, this could be uh, a teammate. Um, when they're communicating with you or you're communicating with them, what are the expectations of time frame? Like if you send me a text and say, hey, Jerry, give me a call when you get a second. What is your expectation? Is it I'm going to call you today, this week, this month? And then what's my <laughs> expectation? What's my as I get that text message is am I thinking Rick wants me to call him right this second, this hour, this day, this week? Um, so t- time, broad stroke uh, timeline is what I'm exploring. And I've been thinking a lot about that recently because I'm, I'm learning that my timeline is usually much more brief than others. Okay. So I am on the spectrum, the side of the spectrum of if I send you that text, like it's, it's on your mind. Yeah. So if some, if you send me that text, it's on my mind until I call you. Yep. So I'm more likely to call sooner than most people. Um, and so, and, and sometimes that's a good thing. And honestly, sometimes it's a bad thing. Cause if I have, I, if I see something come through, then it's, it's one of those things where I feel like I have to address it instantly. Yep. Um, and so it consumes my mind until I, and, until I, address it. So not necessarily saying that's good. Um, I think there's definitely a healthy balance. I, I think it's important. And I've had this conversation uh, with a young man that I hang out with the importance of, of responding to someone. And so there's this term that I'm learning called ghosting. Um, I don't know if you've heard that term, Jerry. I have. And it just is one of those things that bothers the heck out of me. Yeah. And I think it is an example of, of, um, well, it's really just an example of selfishness. It's choosing, it's choosing not to engage in a conversation 
and oftentimes ghosting is around when someone says, Ooh, I don't want to go there. So instead of, of, you know, uh, and instead of stepping up to and engaging in a potentially hard conversation, they just back away from shy away from it and, and act like it never happened. Yes. And, and that's, that's the opposite, opposite side of the spectrum. And that is, in my opinion, not good. Yeah, that's good. There's two big words. I've got my note, my journal going in. Um, there's two huge notes I just put next to that is clarify cl with exclamation points and assumptions. I think the, if you, if any listener, if you, if you said to yourself, if I get a text message from a friend or a new friend, as soon as you get the text message or the email, for instance, you immediately, I, I immediately use my lens of expectations. And so yeah, if somebody sends me a text message, my lens of expectation is blank. And blank might be, I call them right this second. Um, I call them today. I call them this week. Or I read the text message and it's just a uh, it's just a request. So if, if Rick Meyer sends me a text message and says, Hey, Jerry, give me a call when you get a chance, right? That's very general. And I might look at that request as a, uh, you know, a question mark, like, will you call me Jerry? And I look, but you didn't say, will you call me? You said, give me a call when you get a second. And then in my lens of expectations, I just never got a second. Right. That that's what I hear people mm. say sometimes is I was just, man, I've been I've been so busy. I'm like, it's been a week. Like you've been busy for a week. <laughs> and so and, and so to clarify that, one of the things that I'm learning this week is if I send you a text message, um, you know, I might say something like, Hey, can you it's it's six fifty two AM right now. Um, can you call me by seven fifty two AM? And if you don't mm. call if you don't call me then my assumption is you just didn't have time or interest to call me. Like if I don't clarify, I think it's on, I think it's on, it's my responsibility as a communicator to clarify. And, and it could be, uh, it could be the opposite as well, right? You could send me a text and say, Hey, Jerry, can you call me by seven fifty-two? <laughs> excuse me. And I could say, I could respond and say, Hey, Hey, Rick, I'll put a note on here to call you, um, by six o'clock tonight, if that's okay. And you know what I mean? So you've got this, yeah. you've got this, I think it's really important to audit your expectations and then the, you know, the sender's expectation or the receiver's expectations. Yeah, I agree. In the words of Don Miller, you can, you confuse, you lose. And so, how can you, how can you um, communicate clearly? Yeah, your expectations. And I'm, and it's since we're talking about text messages and, and communication, it, it is it is difficult to sometimes get out of. You know, your intentions of a message might be different than a reader's perception of that message. Yes. So I'm 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 learning that the the importance of being very clear on what I'm trying to communicate and, and clarity around timeline, you know, I think that's important. And that, that might be something that as we're talking through this, Jerry, because it, it, it bothers me 
and not saying it should, but when, yeah, when I send a message, it's just no response. And specifically in business, you know, personal life, it's just like, well, I, you know, that's not ideal, but especially in business when I'm trying to get things done yeah. and people that I need information from just don't respond. It, it just seems like it's, I receive it as, and this may not be their intentions, but I receive it as like, you know, I don't really care. have time for you. I got my own stuff going on. And, and, and if, and when I get time, I'll, I'll respond. Yeah. And in fairness to a group of 16 year olds, that might be the way that their network of friends uh, communicate, like meaning they don't like they they text each other and they ghost each other and it's just accepted. It's like, you know, Cavell's not pissed off at um, at PJ and PJ's not pissed off at Cavell because it's it's agreed upon that you don't respond to text messages like it's not it's not required of my friendship with PJ and Cavell to respond to each other, maybe. But then you get into a different person like Rick and Rick's expectations totally different. So, you know, if you're employed by Rick, you might say, hey, Rick, just clarify to me what your expectations are when you send a text message. And you might say as his, as his leader, as his boss, you might say, hey, my expectations are that you're not going to stop, you know, if you're on a ladder, you're not going to stop doing what you're doing. But at the very first opportunity, you can stop what you're doing. I expect you to call me. And so, yeah, or, or to help you out, Cavell, I'll say, hey, um, please call me within the hour. You know, please call me by 755. And so then you, you've been clear with that request um yeah I, I i i'm just this week has really been good for me to think about how to clarify um what my request is or to seek clarification from others yeah that's the art i mean they, they say the art of communication for a reason because I, I do feel like it's an art form and i feel like you have to be uh, you have to be smart and intuitive to really understand what people may or may not be saying. And, and, and really that idea of, of putting yourself in the receiver shoes and trying to understand what, what, what are you communicating and what, what might they perceive that to be and, and how might I adjust my message accordingly? Yeah. 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 That's really good. In some ways it seems simple, but I, I do recognize that, uh, it seems easier to just send you a text and say, give me a call when you get a chance. Um, that seems safer, like to send it initially, it feels safer to just say, Hey, give me a call when you get a chance. It feels like, yeah. like it feels if I, if I say, Hey, please call me by uh seven I'm kind of setting myself up for rejection. Aren't I like potentially because I'm giving you a very tight window. Um, and maybe, right. maybe subconsciously, some of us don't want to give clarification because, um, we don't like being disappointed. You know, maybe, maybe we go ahead. Yeah, no, I, I do think that subconsciously is true. And, um, and I feel like just realizing that people do receive things differently and, and being intentional, you know, the older I get, the more I feel like. I, I need to press into things that, uh, that aren't easy for me. And those are actually the things that are good. So in, in text messaging, 
can be such a casual thing, right? Because we all always have our phones always on us, and yeah. you have those group chats that are meaningless, and they don't they don't require response, right? You wake up to 75 messages, and it's like, well, I, you know, it just becomes noise at that point in time. Yeah. So it's hard to fight the noise, and so I think clarifying it and, and communicating time frame around your expectations is important, especially especially in in the professional environment. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah, and I, I wonder, like, if if, if uh, PJ's actually married, but if Cavell is, like, pursuing, I, I, I don't, you know, I'm 54, man. It's been a long time since I, you know, anyway, I, I, I don't understand how it works today. But, you know, if Cavell's reaching out to some girl that he wants to date or whatever, whatever they call it today, um, like, would you take that same approach or would you? try to be more direct i i don't i don't know but but i i think it's for cavell i think it's really helpful for him to explore like what does rufus expect as a 72 year old if i'm communicating with rufus what are his expectations right uh stephen covey seek first to understand then to be understood like help me understand uh just as rufus as you and i get to know each other help me understand what your expectations are if I reach out to you, if I call you, text you, or email, give me some idea of what the, your expectations are. And if they differ, you know, again, clarify that, you know. I, I tell my guys very quick, very quickly with just seconds left for this podcast. Um, I tell my guys, if you want me to do something on your behalf, don't text it to me. Make sure you email me. And so... You might say, well, Jerry, you're a jerk. Like, can I just text you? No, I, I, what I, and I say this to my kids, like my kids will send me a text and say, Hey dad, will you transfer money into my account? My kids that are in college. And I'll say, email me. And so even with my family, it's like, if you want me to, you know, if I'm driving down the street with my wife and she says, Hey, remind me to do something. I'm like, email, like take your phone out and email me. Right? And so she might get pissed, but I know myself well enough that that's the only way it's going to get done, Rick. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, I agree. Good stuff, man. It's good. This this is the point of contention for a lot of relationships, business. It is. Yeah, marriage. It's good stuff. All right, my friend. I got to hop. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you, Jerry.